This weekly podcast inspires you to step outside of your comfort zone. My name is Zakir Muhammad, and I'm your host of the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a cancer survivor, brand cultivator strategist, author, and world traveler. This Living Legacy Podcast features women of purpose sharing stories of resilience. They are single and married. They are artists and entrepreneurs who run businesses and juggle parenthood. If you are ready to hear interviews about professionalism, entrepreneurship, travel, life, and love, you are in the right place. They will share stories of how they overcame adversity while seeing life through a different lens. Let's get into it. Greetings and welcome back to the Living Legacy Podcast. So, it's been a while. I think you paid for me. So, I will admit that life has definitely happened. So, since we last spoke, I have actually been going through a divorce, and as of the time of this episode being released, it has been a couple of weeks since the divorce has been finalized. How am I feeling? I am taking it a day at a time. <laughs> am I happy? Somewhat. I'm getting there. But the most important thing is that I feel very much loved. And... It, it was just, even though the divorce itself took two months, technically it was two years in the making because we had been going back and forth about our problems and what was going right, what was going wrong, and going back and forth about the goal we did want to achieve together. And it just wasn't working out. So I've just been doing a few things to take care of my own mental health in the, in the meantime because it had also been two months since corona had been going around as well. I had been mad. I had been sad. I had been hopeful. I've um, just been aiming for nothing but positive vibes. So it has been hard, you know, because my love languages, which is going to be a future podcast episode, is our physical touch and quality time. Those are my top two love languages. So thank goodness for words of affirmation and acts of services working when the other two can't, you know, speak as well. But I'll admit that this episode really is to change the narrative of divorce, to change the narrative of the secrecy of divorce, behind divorce, because I feel like it's one of those taboo topics that people don't really talk about. You know, I mean, I've, I've, I even started watching movies about divorce parties. <laughs> I understand them now, now that I'm going through it myself. So I'll say that I went to therapy. Um, of course, technically I was already quarantined, quarantined because my car was not working for a month. Now, thank goodness my ex-husband was willing to help me, you know, get my car repaired. But... During that time, I couldn't go anywhere, so I decided to use talk space as therapy. And even though I did stay busy, you know, with making sure that my website looked good and revamped just for you, and also uh, continuing with book marketing and shipping out book orders that came directly through my website, um, I was also using the time to really work on the back end of my social media marketing agency called Focus Media Group, Focus with a PH. And I got to reconnect with my tribe, as a friend said. Um, I was even more in touch with my closest childhood best friend. And being in touch with them really helped me realize who truly there for me and who isn't, you know? Because as I slowly began to tell, you know, some friends, some family, some acquaintances that I met either through 
the immigration process because if you listen to the previous episode of um, my podcast, one is the episode of How I Met My Husband, but two is the episode where I literally interviewed an immigration consultant. Um, you know that my husband is West African and we struggled through the immigration process. But even when I would tell them what's going on, the biggest, the most common response I got was like, I'm so sorry. But I'm like, what are you sorry about? You know, that's my mentality. I was like, what are you sorry for? And I rest assured that it definitely was not, it was not related to cheating. It was not related to any immigrational scam. It was literally like my friend, family friend said that two people just trying to make it work and just couldn't. You know, we had different love languages of ways to show each other love and we just couldn't. Um, but the one thing, the wording that just stayed with me was someone saying, how can I support you in this time? Right? That spoke my love language. That meant the most to me. So, yeah, I mean, it's just the same thing. Of It's still grief. You know, you still have to mourn what could have, would have, and should have been, you know. So I used a lot, utilized therapy, talk space. It helped me to, honestly, it helped me to plan my next chapter, which ironically has ended up being a full circle because I'm going to talk about that in a second, but there was something that I, I wanted to do for myself uh, before I even got married that I tried to incorporate, you know, with my ex-husband, but it didn't work out that way, right? Yeah, so music was there for me. I, yeah, I would cry. Sometimes I would cry. Sometimes I would just not say anything. Sometimes I would just do nothing but sleep. Sometimes I would do nothing but eat. Sometimes I wouldn't eat at all. Sometimes I just literally just did nothing but binge watch movies, and that's a-okay. You know, what's so funny is that I was doing this way before um, everyone was mandated to do it. (laughs) Facebook memories really just reminded me that as soon as I moved back into my parents' household after living two years in D.C., it was about a month after that I really started taking monthly trips to the Atlanta, Georgia area. My brother and sister live there. My brother's three kids live there. Now, my childhood close friends live there. And it's an entrepreneur hub. I would say African-American entrepreneur hub. And I am an entrepreneur first. I'm a photographer. I'm a creative. I'm a creative visual. So I was networking like crazy. <laughs> I was there at many events, many concerts. I was a press photographer for many concerts and red carpet events. Um, I attended photography workshops. And it just had me realizing how often I was there. And so that's honestly... It's, it's so weird to say, but so interesting to say that I'm, I am single again. But at this time to truly focus, love myself the way that I want to be loved, right? Because I do want that 90s on be loved. But also just truly surround myself with friends and family um, and those who will help uh, take me to that next level of the vision that have never left my mind. The things that I've learned from this is that I mean I have no regrets at all I just have a lot of lessons learned um especially the three P's that I learned (laughs) was about procrastination there are a lot of things at least in my own personal goals that I procrastinated on 
patient. I thought I was a patient person, but I learned I have a lot more, a long way to go, even to this day. And then pleasures. I learned what I what 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 I like and what I don't like, you know, and what I'm looking for and not looking for in you know my next husband. Um, so yeah, I'm still very much uh, hopeful about marriage. I just know that as of right now, I'm just gonna enjoy and remind myself of what it means to truly worry about myself, <laughs> live my best life. You know, it's crazy. My mom even was saying to me when we were going through the process, she was like, I think you need to be practicing what you preach. You know, like right now, um, you don't see me be practicing what you preach because I was visibly unhappy, yes. And it was just really hard to get out of my head of I was in the Nashville, Tennessee area really for him. So he can be close to associates of his community, of the African community. I'm a nomad. I'm a Sagittarius. I can make nice anywhere I go. But if I want to truly fulfill all of my dreams, I know that Atlanta is the place for me. So, yeah, I think um, it took a while to process, but divorce does not mean failure. For a while, that's what I thought because I didn't want to be divorced. I wanted to be married once. (laughs) But, I mean, my own payments were married three times. So at least there's something I can learn from that, that there is always something better. And I feel like that's, that's that was something I struggled with even in my marriage. I was always one foot in, one foot out, because I'm like, okay, the moments that I am unhappy and the moments that I am expressing my desires and they're not being heard or fully reciprocated, you know, it always had me wondering. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be giving myself life the same way I give any of these men life, <laughs> you know, not fig- not figuratively, you know, because yes, you did struggle with um, having children, but I mean, giving them life, like I literally was the one to help with giving a better life, you know, so I will say this, my, my ex-husband was a good man, but just was not a good husband, right, so how, how can you be if, if you've never really had examples of a good marriage or good love, you know, how would you know to fully be one? And and the same thing goes for fatherhood, you know. It's like how would a father know how to be a good father if they didn't have one? I mean, most of the time, yes, you learn from what you didn't see, right? If you did not have your father, you know what not, what to do, what not to do, right? So it's the same thing when it comes to marriages. I mean, when it comes to intercultural marriages, there are a lot of different expectations. And it's just a battle of, knowing what you grew up with and, and knowing what you live in the world right now is completely different. So, yeah, I mean, it's painful, but it will go away. I believe that. I thank goodness for my girlfriends, really, because if it wasn't for them, I probably would still be married in this situation because I will say that it, it was it was different because it was like a band-aid, a, a scab just hit quickly pulling off the band-aid because it's like, ow, but then the pain slowly, but surely going away. Um, so even though it was an amicable marriage and even though I technically walk away with nothing but lessons and memories, both good and bad, and a few of my electronics and appliances, every divorce is different because neither one of us wanted it to be 
of the Go Ugly Fight because we've seen it happen over and over in our lives. Yeah, it's just it's it's just it's possible, you know, especially if you don't have kids and you don't have a house and, and that's that's how it was able to be smooth. But most people have difficult divorces depending on the state they live in, depending on how many kids, as well as depending on how many assets they had together. So we had none of that. So he was able to waive alimony, waive not going to court, waive serving each other, you know. So I'm grateful, though, that I did not have a child through this because it makes things so much more difficult. And I'm grateful that I didn't really legally change my name everywhere. So there's a few things I got to change in the move, you know, like insurances. But it's not as much, you know. So I never really did change my name because even though Damba, D-M-B-A, was my middle name, I just started using that as a part of my brand. <laughs> it wasn't legally on my documents, so... You may see some shifts. Um, eventually, I will be rebranding myself a bit more. Um, but, yeah. I thank goodness for music. Um, I thank goodness for friends. And that's what I'm going to focus on. Um, getting closer to my purpose, you know. It's so ironic, though, that I realized that I met my husband in the month of March. The immigration process began in the month of March. We got divorced in the month of March. And his birthday is in the month of March. So you would think that I have a love-hate relationship with the month of March right now. But no, nothing but positivity, nothing but happiness, nothing but good vibes. So thank you for listening. And please continue to support the Living Legacy Podcast. And I will continue to bring more interviews to you that will educate and inspire and empower women. And encourage you to share your story. Because that's what this podcast is all about. All about sharing the stories of overcoming um, adversity with resilience, right? And through that, you help me to continue fulfilling with my purpose. So thank you so much for listening. This episode is sponsored by Talkspace. Sometimes you just need someone undivided attention to talk to in a non-judgment matter. If you already tried therapy, you know that it can be difficult to wait days or weeks until your next appointment. With Talkspace, you can send your therapist a message anytime, anywhere, whether you're near a laptop, tablet, or smartphone, your conversation carries over seamlessly across devices and uses banking-grade encryption to keep it safe and confidential. Get $150 off your first week with my code 162-8448. That's 162-8448. Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com. Do you have any suggestions on a topic you want to be talked about? Send me an email or leave them in a review. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends.